Lot you can't miss us for the table out front where you can you know, drop off some some non-perishable food items, also some some cash that we'll use to buy non-perishable food items right inside Save a Lot. Thanks to all of our sponsors for helping us freeze for food this week. McGuire and Davies Funeral Home and Crematory, City of Monmouth, Jason's Panhook, Edward Jones Agent, Wise Family Funeral Homes, Security Savings Bank, Turnbull Funeral Homes, Midwest Bank, OSF Healthcare, Holy Family Medical Center, Save a Lot, and the Bottlery. Thank you to Sheila for uh, allowing us to kind of camp out in front of her business for uh, these couple of days. I'm Sean Temple. Joining me this time around, I've got Stacy Dutton with the American Cancer Society. I got Stan Jenks and also Nancy Mowen. She's with the Jameson Community Center. You guys are here on behalf of Rotary. I don't know if I need to keep Stacy and Stan separated, being a huge Cub fan and a huge Cardinal fan. I'll keep you guys separated. <laughs> you're a pirate in the middle, is what you're right, saying? Yeah, I'm the harmless pirate guy in the middle, <laughs> so I'm not going to bother either one of you. <laughs> we'll start with Stacy. How you doing? Good, good. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day, much better than the the freezing for food one. Absolutely. For sure. I, I'll, I'll be back for that too, but I like this a lot better. Yeah, I've, I've asked and I've said this several times. I'm trying to bank about 10 or 15 degrees from this one to go into December, but I don't know well, if Mother Nature's going to go. That'd for be that. a great fundraiser if you could figure out how to do that. Right, right. I've tried to, I've tried to finagle Mother <laughs> Nature many times. She always wins. Uh, how's things going with you, my girl? Really good. Um, we are still having modified events through, you know, Warren Henderson Knox in the Illinois Central area, but we are having a luminaria ceremony tomorrow night um, at Sunny Lane Field. Uh, luminaria that have been donated by people in our communities to honor their loved ones will be lined up around the track and people can come anytime between 2 and 6 p.m. at their convenience um, find their bags take their pictures we'll have our banners on the on the track it will be decorated as a relay so great for our relay teams to come together and get those photo ops yeah it's uh, a little different look to the relay for life it is um, you know cancer didn't stop for COVID and unfortunately cancer research was on hold for a period of time and we know that that's a hold we do not want and so we've continued the last two years of our communities still being able to fundraise luminaria encompasses celebrating our survivors and honoring our loved ones that we've lost and so we have walkthroughs we have drive-throughs um, we've had online and virtual luminaria and activities and our volunteers are very creative to still be able to support the American Cancer Society yes I'm, I'm tired of using the word everything's fluid no matter what the schedules is fluid I like the courts creative I yes. like the words normalcy yes so those are much better words I like using. innovation innovation <laughs> I like that I've just added that I don't know yeah, how to spell it but I know how to I know how to say it now so um, uh, and also we're gonna have some fun tomorrow night too we are um, we have come up with um, beep beep Ringo which is a bingo game but of course it's relay so it's different and it's remote so um, we have cards that people can donate $25 and play 20 games of bingo with us and that will start at 6 30 tomorrow night um, at sunny lane field sean temple will be the voice of the bingo calling and um, it's going to be a lot of fun we got prizes donated from businesses um, that are really nice and um, just to get together and have fun people are going to be can sit in their cars kind of like a drive-in theater we're using the sound system from the school who's supportive and letting us have our event there and it's going to be a lot of fun 
Yeah, I've kidded for years that I spend my spare time calling bingo numbers for, you know, for, for non-profit agencies. I really am doing it now. You are. I can, I'm not lying anymore. Nope. It'll be fun, <laughs> uh, and people can still get registered. People can still buy Luminaria if they like. Before, before <laughs> you put that dot on the card, I'm ready. I've got all the cheesy stuff ready to go. So we're going to have fun. That's what time does it start? So Luminaria will be set up 2 to 6, and then uh, Ringo lineup is at 6, and it will start at 6.30. Anyone that wants to get a Luminaria or register for the Ringo, we will have a relay table tonight at the farmer's market. It'll be right in front of the chamber's office. Yeah, you can get them at any point in time you want. Yep. Right? Come out tomorrow. We'll be setting up at 1 p.m., and people will be there to sell Luminaria or get you registered for Ringo. Awesome. I will see you tomorrow night. Sounds good. Thank B4, you. B4, B4. All right, let's talk uh, Let's talk Mammoth Rotary. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. How are you doing? Good. Um, what's new with Rotary? we got a little, uh, little bit of a barbecue thing going on, we do. don't we? We yeah. do. On this coming Tuesday, uh, starting at, what's their starting time? Four? I think, oh gosh. Yeah, we're Rotarians and we know exactly what's going on. But I think, well, I, yeah. We're in the radio business. We have some of the worst communication there is, anyway, so you would it's, think. Yeah. It's, it's happening on Tuesday. Right. We do know that. It is Tuesday, folks. Okay. But it is our annual barbecue, and uh, it's, it's a big fundraiser for our Rotarians, uh, our Rotary Club, to help us uh, with the local projects that we're doing. And uh, a big project that we're doing this year that we're kind of excited about is we're putting in a pollinator garden oh and putting in a pretty good sized pollinator garden to help with uh, the pollinators, the bees, the, the butterflies, and everything, which uh, is a, a problem sure. we're seeing worldwide. And so this was a project, and we're going to work with getting the local schools involved uh, and helping educate the students and so forth. So that's one of the big projects that we're looking at coming forward. And then we have some of the other projects that we do locally as well. So anyway, the, the uh, barbecue is Tuesday. You do not have to have a ticket, but it's the first 750 people that come get a pork chop barbecue because that's the number of pork chops that we're doing is 750. So first come, first serve. And it's a free will donation. So whatever uh, people feel the goodness of their hearts that they can donate, uh, we appreciate that. And I don't think it's never a problem getting rid of all 750. Never. So never. get there early, folks. I'm telling you. Exactly. Exactly. Start lining up about noon. <laughs> you know, to be safe, it might be fine. About and, noon. and I guess we probably should say we're going to be uh, in front of Patty uh, Plaza. Which there, you uh, were there last year. It worked we out really nicely. Year. It worked out really well. Yeah. And so we're going to do that again this year. We'll be there and people come by on uh, uh, West Broadway, across from the courthouse. We'll be there and uh, we'll have it all packaged up, ready to go. Awesome. That's what's, what's a great event. It's a great event. Good food. And just for the folks out there who don't know what Rotary does, tell them, kind of enlighten them a little bit. Rotary is an international organization. It was started in Chicago, Illinois uh, in 1905, I believe. And then uh, in just a few years, it started going to other countries. 
And so uh, we are really well served in all the countries. And my involvement with Rotary started even before I became a member. I traveled with a group study exchange team to India in 1978. And I was able to see what Rotary did internationally as well as in their own community. So it's, it's an organization that works on sanitation, peace, uh, uh, mother and child, health, uh, a lot of the things that are important to all of us, regardless of where we're from, where we live, things that are very important, water, sanitation, and so forth. So it's a global organization, but yet a very local organization too, because we want to do a lot of things in our community. It's, it's amazing that uh, you talk 1978, you were that cognizant of world issues at the age of two. It's amazing. It's Bless amazing you. to me. Bless you. <laughs> what two-year-old is that cognizant of what's going on around the world? <laughs> Nancy, why don't you stop up there? And, do you have anything to add on, on part of the Rotary Club? Changing, we've got more people uh, coming in, rotating. Tell us real quick about Eagle View. Well, Eagle View is a federally qualified health center located in both Aquaca, Illinois and Stronghurst, Illinois. We do have a um, list of comprehensive services. We offer medical, dental, behavioral health, and substance use services. We also have an enrollment specialist who can help people um, with insurance inquiries, help them get signed up for Medicaid uh, and health insurance through the marketplace during open enrollment, which we are currently in our special enrollment period um, until August 15th. So if anyone needs help getting signed up for insurance, they can come see us and we'll help out. So we have a lot of great services going on right now. Fantastic, Emily. You're a good luck charm. We just got a very nice gift from uh, the Buffalo, a $200 check. So nice. you're, you're a good luck charm. <laughs> We're so glad to have you here. Who'd you bring with you today? Um, I brought Sabrina Wilson, who is our behavioral health receptionist. I brought Michelle Pullen, who is our purchasing coordinator, and Nicole Wilkie, who is a uh, receptionist up at our front desk in Oaxaca. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being here and freezing for food with us. Thank you so much for having us, Vanessa. Emily Higgins with us, marketing coordinator at Eagle View Community Health Systems. We'll be back with more. It's halfway to freezing for food. We've got a nice summer breeze going on out here at the Mama Save-A-Lot on our halfway to freezing for food, food drive sponsored by McGuire and Davies Funeral Home and Crematory, the city of Monmouth, Jason Spanhook, Edward Jones Agent, Wise Family Funeral Homes, Security Savings Bank, Turnbull Funeral Homes, Midwest Bank, OSF Healthcare, Holy Family Medical Center, Save-A-Lot and the Bottery. We are in front of the Mama's Save-A-Lot collecting cash and non-perishable food items for our local food pantries, the Jamison Center Community Food Pantry and also our Roseville Helping Hands Food Pantry. What we've got going on here is a basically a coaches roundtable is what we've got going on here with this group. We got some coaches from United. We got some you know, Monmouth Roseville athletic director. We got Macomb basketball uh, uh, head coach here, and we keep you uh, Macomb and United guys from talking secrets with one another here with Doug Dennison and and, and uh, Jeremy Anderson. So we got to keep you guys separated here. But let's, we'll start with Monmouth Roseville High School Athletic Director, Mr. Jeremy Adolson. Coach, uh, what a year, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're get, we've made it to the end and, and we made it with minimal interruption on, on our end. Obviously, lots of changes and, re and rescheduling all that. But once we got going again, we've really been pretty lucky. Um, I said minimal minimal shutdowns on ours, one kind of early, one kind of in the middle, and we've kind of made it through the spring here pretty clean. So 
Uh, yeah, we got uh, we do have a state qualifier in track, uh, yeah. Riley Houston, just last night. So she's got another week, and we'll be down at Eastern uh, next weekend. And we've got the boys sectional coming up next week. We got a couple more wrestling meets, and then. Um, you know, if, if we get a boys to qualify, we'll have someone going that following week. But at the very, very latest, we're, we're two weeks left in the, this year, and then summer is ready to roll basically that week. So uh, use air quotes when you say yeah, summer. 22 is, is knocking <laughs> right on the door. Yeah, yeah, and what week one of football season is about three weeks away. It seems yeah, it's, like. it's 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 not too far away. So yeah, we're as we're just talking off off air. Sure, hope that you know we get into the fall and you know what is a normal sequencing of, of the schedules. And I think everybody looks forward to that probably in, in all the sports. And so hopefully uh, that is the case and we keep moving forward. The, the good thing is about every single update we've received since January 27th, whatever that day was, has been a positive one for, for coaches and kids. So hopefully it keeps moving that way. Yeah, I and kudos to, you've, you've probably heard this a million times and, and every athletic director I know is pretty darn humble about it, but man, what a what a fantastic job athletic directors have done had to do this past 12 yeah, months. Just, I mean, you think of now I think back of all the times we met in the late summer and early fall last year for nothing <laughs> the number of times that we rescheduled based off of the original reschedule and then you know then it got shut down again and then kind of rallied and then we you know what we got in January is what ended up happening and you know it worked out great and um, I, I don't want to jinx it quite yet but my my number one goal was I didn't want a bus to ever show up at our place and us not expect them to be there I didn't want to send any of our kids someplace and no one was expecting us to be there and so far to my knowledge we haven't went any place where there wasn't a game and no one showed up at our place where there wasn't a game and no officials have showed up so uh, the the communication and the double checking and triple checking of, of things because it got to the point where contracts were obsolete like you were literally just hey this is what I got tell me this is what you have and make sure our times everything match up and and it's worked out worked out great you know there's been a lot of communication there and um, you know officials and umpires and all that same deal and then kids and parents finding out you know sometimes during the day that we're moving a location or we're moving a time or whatever we're doing to make things work because uh, you needed a referee or you needed an umpire you needed someone to show up that uh, kind of last minute so yeah it's uh, spring is always kind of that way but when you those other sports aren't quite used to uh, the amount of, of change that we saw you never had to do a call your own fouls game that's always we, good. we did not you know I, I think we had a we had a two-man crew out of three for a girls game at the end which I told him I said be prepared for one I mean we told our coaches be prepared for one it's, it's possible because you know when you when you take the tournaments away and you're still trying to get games in that's just a lot more nights of the week where there's high school boys and girls being played and and so yeah we uh, we lucked out and like I said, it went, for the most part, I thought went went really well. Uh, I'm sure there's times where success would like to have a little bit more in, in different aspects. But as far as getting a chance to do it, and that was that was the big call. You know, last fall, we got a chance to, to play and to do it. So. Uh, take off the AD hat, put on your football hat. What do you got going on this summer for the football program? Uh, just got some workouts going on right now. We, we went in the mornings the first couple of weeks while the spring sports are finishing up. And, and obviously, um, you know, we'll, we'll flip to the afternoons. That's kind of been a little better time frame for us. But we just kind of work out in June and then give them a big week off in, in uh, around July 4th every year. And that leaves us with three weeks of summer always. And so when we come back, uh, we'll do three days a week uh, workouts and, and have camp. And our plan this year is uh, two weeks of camp at our place, so six days there. And then the final week, 
uh, we're hooking up with United once, uh, Robo Williamsfield once, and Farmington once, and do like a, a joint uh, practice, a joint camp day where we can do some of our drills uh, against each other. Nothing, you know, all out. You can't do 11 on 11 or anything like that, but at least the drills that we would normally do, you get to do to get somebody else, uh, which I think will be a good break for the kids. And also it's good for us to kind of see, you know, where do our kids stack up against somebody else. Uh, sometimes in practice, you kind of, the pecking order gets established regardless of ability. Well, this is a chance for us to find out, you know, what do you like when it's someone that you don't really know across from you. So really looking forward to that. We were planning on doing it last year. We usually go to a team camp. We're, we're not doing that this year, obviously, but um, kind of looking forward to see how that works out. And they're all pretty, pretty local, pretty close and, and looking forward to finish up that way. The kids get 10 days, 11 days off after that and then practice starts. Yeah, so. not too much longer. Not too much no, longer. Yeah, we'll, we'll be looking we'll at football be, season. We'll be rolling August, August 9th. Yeah. All right. Thanks, coach. Appreciate Thank it. You. We'll switch over here to the uh, United side of the uh, of the broadcast here. We've got the boys and girls basketball coaches, Doug Dennison and Lisa Gartellos. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Well. Let's, let's start with, uh, we'll start with Lisa. How you doing, Lisa? I'm good. Things going good? How are you? Good. How's your summer going so far? Pretty Hasn't good. been too long. But. Not too long, but enjoying it. You, uh, uh, kudos to the to the strides your, your ball club made this past season. Thank you. Um, we, yes, we definitely made some strides. You know, it was a bizarre season just like everyone had, but it was so great to play, and the girls loved every moment of it. Um, and then the group I have right now, especially, I'm going to have a big senior class. Um, they're very motivated. They're very they want to learn, they want to work hard, um, and they have fun with each other. So I'm looking forward to this season. We have a big incoming freshman group. Great. Um, probably about 15 freshmen, which is wonderful. Um, so we're really going to need that leadership from the upperclassmen, get get them into the program and get going, and looking forward to a good season. You, you, we talked many times on the morning show, you really thoroughly enjoyed the group that you had this past year. I really did, um, and it was... Yeah, it was, you know, even with the shortened season, every single day going to practice, going to games, they made it worth it. Um, they're a really fun group to be around. Um, I think they really love basketball, and, and, and they're so coachable, which is just the best part. Yes. It's the best part. They want and to refreshing. Learn. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it makes my job a little bit easier, a lot easier, um, but it's just so enjoyable to be around. Yeah, um, and, this, and you talked about the basketball IQ also was higher than you've seen yes definitely we're, we're getting there it's um they're understanding things they're asking questions they're you know we're we're adding a little bit each each practice each time we're together so um you know that's the goal and we just got to take it day by day and keep working at it yeah a little bit of normalcy will be nice too yes absolutely looking looking forward to knock on wood hopefully a normal season and preseason and getting everything back to how it should be. I want to be covering some basketball tournaments during Thanksgiving week Absolutely. or the week before. Absolutely. We want to be playing during that time, too. <laughs> what do you got going on this summer? Anything in particular? Uh, we're doing workouts starting next week. We'll have workouts and then open gyms. Uh, we normally do a team camp away in Missouri, but not able to do that this year. Um, so just make the best of being together. Um, again, it's a big group, so uh, getting everyone on the same page, figuring out what we need to do, what we want to do, um, but staying home and getting to work. Good. I sure like covering your ball clubs. They always play hard. Always Thank fun you. to watch. Thank you. Always. We, we enjoy having you there. Absolutely. Let's get Doug Dennison to step up here. Uh, defending Lincoln Trail Conference Boys <laughs> Basketball Champion Coach Doug Dennison. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well. How's, how you been doing since basketball's been over? I, um, I, I see you. You kind of got that twitch because you're not at a gymnasium <laughs> somewhere. I, I, need a, I definitely need a basketball <laughs> fix, that's for sure. Um, my, my job with the ROE at both uh, MR Junior High School and United High School is keeping me pretty 
pretty busy, but uh, uh, always, always thinking basketball. Yeah, we're going to have you on the morning show soon to talk about the stuff, the summer programs you got coming. Awesome. I, 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 I would enjoy that. I always enjoy chatting with you. You, uh, you do such a good job. I mean, off the court with the stuff you do. <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those lucky guys. I get, I, I enjoy what I get to do, and uh, uh, it, it, most of the time, it doesn't seem like a job. <laughs> well, it didn't seem like a job. Probably at least from the outside looking in, didn't seem like too much of a job this winter. You guys had a nice year. We uh, guys did a great job. Um, we we had times where we couldn't get together and do things and I had a group of, of kids that kind of took the bull by the horns and did things on their own and uh, uh, their hard work and, and their dedication uh, definitely showed uh, this past season. Yeah, it's a good group of kids you had. I love those guys. Um, got a good group coming back um, and, and I just honestly I like, I like where we're at with the program. Um, I like the direction that we're heading. Um, I've got some great people working with the uh, the younger kids in our youth programs. That's the I've key. Got, I've got a couple of really good guys at the junior high school, and uh, we actually have a youth camp next uh, Thursday, Friday, out at the U. Um, one to one to three, or excuse me, one to two thirty and two thirty to four. I'm going to split them into two groups, and uh, we'll have uh, incoming third grade through incoming eighth grade um, out there and get the basketball back in their hands. Awesome. That's a great idea. And as far as your varsity ball club, what's what's the summer? plans um, we're not going to do anything I, I think my first open gym is uh, the 14th so I still got another week or so um, I'm I'm kind of enjoying uh, the the little run that our baseball team has yep. went on and and I'm anticipating them still playing here in a couple of weeks so we kind of back things off and uh, we'll do our first open gym on the 14th hopefully without the baseball guys and uh, gonna go play at uh, Williams Field um, get about six games there for varsity on three different nights and then we're going to start county and going to pick up a couple games there um, our fresh soft kids are going to go to Kiwani high school and Kiwani Wethersfield they'll get about six games this summer so um, it was one of those things where wasn't real sure what to do temp um, I, I I didn't want to overwhelm the guys sure. because of the season the year that we we all just experienced and again I like I said the baseball team I'm hoping that they're still playing uh, what I think that'd be probably like the 19th yeah. the weekend of yep. um, so but I knew we had to do something so uh, IHSA uh, backed us up to 20 contact days instead of our normal 25 and I think looking at my calendar I've got about 12 to 15 um, of those days scheduled and, and and I just told the guys if if we get who we need to get in the gym and get done what we need to do um, I'll back off of a couple of those states as well so um, but uh, looking forward to getting getting back in there and getting going yeah kudos to both you coaches for the having to share athletes all year long how'd that work out you know small school we're, yeah, we're sharing right. athletes anyway but uh, this 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 past, overlap yep this past year uh, with the IHSA and the scheduling and, and and I'm thankful that we were able to do anything but uh, yeah it, it required us to really work together which I think we do a pretty good job of at United anyway but uh, uh, it's 
if we're not working together, we're shorting the kids, and, and quite honestly, we're probably shorting ourselves. Yeah, and, and uh, you too as well, Lisa. Yeah. Uh, great job of sharing. Absolutely, and I think it's credit to the kids too. They've been going nonstop. Like, yes. again, they want to be doing all these things, but usually they have, you know, a little break here and there, but they've been going nonstop, overlapping, doing, you know, two practices a day at some time. So credit to them for doing it. And, yeah, I think it's exciting that we have so many athletes that we have to share. That's what you want. Absolutely. Can't wait to, can't wait to get out to the U this winter and get some basketball in. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. And now we'll get Jeremy Anderson, head coach of the Macomb Bombers, stepping up to the mic. I saved you for last, Jeremy, because we can just talk Steeler football now for the next 15, 20 minutes. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, there's a lot to talk about there. Yes, there uh, is. I, Probably every, stuff we can't put on the air. Well, that might be too. But, you know, optimism. Yes. Optimism yes. is the name of the game. And so I, I trust in Coach Tomlin. I think that they have a plan, and and I don't know why we wouldn't. And so I keep my fingers crossed and, and wait for those fall Sundays, right? To, you know, uh, like when basketball practice starts and football still going on, my guys know that practice will be a lot more fun on Mondays if the Steelers win the night before, <laughs> especially when they play those late Sunday night games. Yes. If they don't play very well in those games, the next day is not very happy for me. And so that means it's not very happy for them. I, usually when I come home from the where I watch Steeler games at, we, we call it the bunker. Once I come home from the bunker, she kind of gauges my, my attitude as I'm coming in the house to see how the night's going to go. Right. You know, I've tried to outgrow that, but for some reason nope. I haven't. And nope. it, you know, I, I love the Cubs too, and I like to watch, but it's not the same feeling. Yeah. And I don't. It's, it's not, once a week. Yes, thing. I think that's right. Yeah, I think it is. And it's all the talk and all the buildup throughout the course of the week that brings you to that game. It's just different. It's just different. It is. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa's rolling her eyes. The Cowboy fans rolling her eyes. We're over here talking <laughs> Steeler football. So we'll switch over to uh, basketball. How's things going with the Bomber basketball program? You know, it, this past year in the in the mini season or whatever you want to call it. What a nice year. It went really well for us. It did. It went really well for us. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was strange. There was no doubt about it. Um, it was awkward at times. But I really give a lot of credit to our guys. They handled themselves extremely well. Um, very adaptable. Um, very, very coachable. Not just the basketball part of it, but the restrictions part of it. Um, I really give a lot of credit to our group of senior boys because we had seven seniors and they were great leaders on and off the floor. And, you know, we played 14 games and we were fortunate enough to win all of them. But in the long run, it was more of building that camaraderie and, and setting examples for the younger guys that I think, I'm hoping, will really carry on. And uh, boy, that's when you don't have that, you really, really miss it. And when you do have it, you're spoiled. And we had that this year. Yeah, We, I, we had really good senior leadership. I, you know, I don't know if the excitement of playing the season definitely probably overwhelmed the fact that you didn't get a chance to go deep in the postseason because you had such a nice ball club. You talked about going undefeated, but did just getting a chance to play kind of maybe take over the disappointment? No. I think it did initially. I think getting started, because remember when we started, we went from zero to full speed in two days. <laughs> and, you know, guys were asking me leading all the way up to that, what are we going to do? Are we going to be able to do this? And we had no answers, right? And then finally, okay, yeah, we get to start practice in two days. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Here's the ball. And so I think initially 
the excitement of that and the relief of being able to actually go and compete and do stuff was huge for for our guys and for all the teams. Um, I think later in the year, when they realized that we were doing pretty well, a lot of them would have loved to have went to a regional, right? And I, I would have liked to have had those kids experience that. Yeah. Nothing personal, no, just for those guys to get to experience that. Because we've all been there, right? We've all been in those packed gyms and, and when it's so intense and, you know, it's you know our little version of March Madness. You would love for your guys to be able to experience that. And this would have been a fun team to take because they had great attitudes, you know. They, they, they worked really hard. They played really well together. So win or lose, regardless, it would have been fun to take those kids into that atmosphere. What do you got going on this summer? Well, it, it's not nearly as much, obviously, as what we normally do. Um, and right now, we don't have a lot of our guys because as we're speak, you know, as we speak right now, Coach Boehner's playing in a regional baseball game. So give those guys best of luck. I haven't heard the score or anything like that, but they're playing at home today. And so we've started doing some open gyms with guys that aren't either in track or baseball because those two sports are still going on. So a lot of younger guys, um, like boys that'll just be sophomores that aren't on the varsity baseball team. So we've gotten started with that. Uh, we're going to play in the uh, Farmington Summer League on Wednesday nights. That starts next week. So it'll be good to get some guys some experience going over there. I and I've talked to a lot of coaches in the area, and, and everybody's in the same boat. Right. And so it may it may be. It may be a little sloppy, right? Even more sloppy than a lot of summer basketball is. But um, I think our guys that go will really get some benefit out of it. And then we're going to try to do the rest of it in-house. You know, if once we get the other sports over with, uh, we should have good numbers. We had really good numbers coming back, so it should be it should be fun to do a lot of competitive type stuff just amongst our own guys. Yeah, if you got good senior leadership, good good in-house stuff is not a problem. Right, and we'll see. Right, we'll see how well the boys that graduated kind of rubbed off on these younger ones, right? Because it's not going to take yep. long to notice. Right. You say, okay, those guys aren't here anymore. Who's going to step up? And and that'll be something that it'll be a work in progress. It's not going to happen overnight, right? Because personalities is 90% of basketball. And if you get those personalities, but maybe maybe some of it did rub off on them. We'll find out. But I always enjoy covering your teams, Coach. They always Thank play you. hard. They're always fun to watch, too. Thank you very much. And you're a Steeler fan, so that's right. It's, it's, a, it's a definite plus a right there. Thanks, my man. Yep, thank you. That's Jeremy Anderson. He's the head coach of the Macomb Bomber Boys basketball team here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WREM, and Sunny 97.7, WMOI. We'll be back.